0: Coming to you from the greatest city in the world, this is the number one showbiz podcast. It's talk for two. Here's your host, Matt Bailey. Thank you, Gary. And as always, thank you to our season sponsors, Axtel Expressions and the Tangent Bound Network. Find fantastic podcasts at tangentboundnetwork.com. And all your entertainment needs are at axtel.com. Go check those guys out. Today on Talk for Two, we welcome someone I have loved for a very, very long time. American Idol Season 5 winner Taylor Hicks joins us to talk about his recent projects and his love of music. Hicks will be performing in North Carolina and Georgia over the next couple of weeks. For all our fans below the Mason-Dixon line, check out taylorhicks.com and get your tickets. Make sure you go see him. As always, we link below if you're listening on talkfor2.com. Just click the link in the notes. Uh, and if you're listening on iTunes, your iPhone or whatever, make sure you go to taylorhicks.com. Get your tickets. Hicks beat out Catherine McPhee on the 2006 season of the record-breaking singing competition to become the series' fifth winner. Since that time, he has released three albums, appeared on Broadway in Greece, and began hosting his own television show, State Plate, on the INSP network. Here now to give us a glimpse inside the Soul Patrol, I had to yell it, our interview with Taylor Hicks. Taylor Hicks, welcome to Talk for Two. How are you today, sir? Doing great. How are you? I am great. Now, I want to go back to the beginning with you first. I know we got some shows that we want to talk about in a little bit, but I want to go back to American Idol for a second. Now, what made you decide that you wanted to audition for the show?
1: Well, it was kind of fate. Uh, I was the last taxi cab ride out of Hurricane Katrina um and on you know was down there and actually went through the storm and tried to flee the storm and ended up in west Monroe Louisiana and after the storm passed west Monroe Louisiana I actually took a took a uh a rent-a-car to Birmingham Alabama where I'm from and you know put my bags up uh and Southwest gave me a free ticket anywhere in the country to, uh, to go uh, because, of obviously, they canceled my flights. So, uh, I, you know, I got to Vegas on a whim, and my brother called me um, at, at about 1230 and, at, at night and said, you're not going to believe this, but American Idol tryouts are, uh, are in about four hours. So I actually got in line, and I guess the rest you can Google.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I voted for you that year. I really did. That's why I wanted to have you on the show because you were my absolute favorite. You were kind of the, if I remember correctly, I mean this in the best way possible. You were, you were kind of the underdog going in, you were different, you were unique, but that attracted the audiences to you rather than doing the opposite. Were you surprised every week that you continued to, to progress? I mean, what was going through your head during the competition?
1: Well, I was just trying to pick the the best songs. I mean, I think now, you know, uh, you know obviously there's so many spinoffs from, you know, American Idol, like The Voice. Um, you know, you have to pick great songs. You have to pick songs that people know and they can sing along to not only when they're watching you perform on TV, but if they take, you know, their potato chips in the kitchen, uh, you know, you have to have songs that everybody knows
0: absolutely absolutely now take us last thing i'll ask about idol take us to that moment when ryan seacrest called your name what went through your head what was going on what did you think
1: well i was just very very happy that you know i had gotten to you know um a, a, a people that that you know that that obviously voted for me and and when my name was called it was just it was just kind of a a dream come true it was a lot of you know it was a 10 year overnight success story for me i'd been performing in uh you know in in, in venues all across the southeast growing up as a kid i left you know i left home at 17 mm-hmm. to become a professional musician and entertainer and uh, i think that you know i think that night was just uh, a night that, uh, you know, just kind of, you know, all of that hard work
0: paid off. Yeah, that's incredible. What led to that decision at 17? I've read that about you before, to to leave home and become a musician.
1: Well, yeah, I just, you know, learning instruments and learning music and being submerged in music and being, you know, just a, a complete, um, you know, uh, study in, in, in the actual music process was, uh, it's just a love, uh, it's a passion. And it's also to a certain degree, a disease, um, (laughs) you know, you, you have to, uh, and, and all of those things create, um, you know, drive to be successful in entertainment and you really have to, you know, have a vision and a clear path, um,
0: and goals hmm. Incredible. Yeah. And like I said, I voted for you. I was I'm an unashamed member of the Soul Patrol. Uh, there you go. What to you is soul music? It seems to land in the for me. I kind of look at it. I'm not a musician. It Kind of lands in the middle of country and rock and R&B. What to you is is soul music?
1: I think anything with feeling, you know, I, you know, people try to label genres of music these mm-hmm. days. There's different lane, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's kind of sad in my opinion um, that you have to be genre specific in radio these days. You know, it, it's, uh, I guess it's easy to, from a corporate corporate standpoint, um, you know, but I think it's just about feeling. I think a you know, American people and American, you know, music lovers and listeners, I think that they really, I think they understand what, what soul is. And soul can be anything. Soul could be in country. Soul could be in jazz and blues and, um, you know, bluegrass. I, I think there's, it's a feeling and it's a common thread through music.
0: It is. So take us to your show. Uh, take us Unknown to. Unknown color. Oh, excuse me. Uh, take us to the, um, to your show what kinds of things obviously you perform your own music what genres of music do your live performances cover
1: you know i think it's just a, a you know a, a lot of them i mean I, you know i've i've sung i've sung a lot of different styles of music i grew up on a lot of different styles of music um you know uh, country soul is kind of a very southern soul sound obviously being from the heart of dixie in alabama there's a lot of different uh, factors. And there's a lot of different genres of music that has, um, you know, really influenced me over the years. Um, I love the blues, uh, you know, but, uh, it's a really rootsy sound for me. It's a kind of a rootsy soul.
0: Mm-hmm. And you have some, you have some shows coming up in the South. You got, uh, North Carolina and, uh, Georgia. What's it like for you to be performing this kind of music in the South? Do they, do, do they respond to it differently than the Northerners, or is the music universal?
1: You know, I think music universal. You know, I mean, it's, it's, you, know, you, can, you can play music and people can understand it all over the world if it's good and if, it's, if it connects emotionally. Uh, there's really no difference in the North and the South, um, maybe the food.
0: the food. And you even have a, you have a barbecue joint in Alabama. You have your hands dipped in so many things. Is there anything you haven't done yet that you want to do?
1: You know, I'd like to find a role in a movie. Um, You know, I'd like to find a really great role that kind of shows my personality, um, a really great typecasting role. You know, Grease, Teen Angel was kind of Um, you know, on Broadway, it was just kind of a very, uh, that kind of got my toe wet, so to speak. Um, So I obviously, you know, want to look for, um, you know, I want to look for things. I want to look for a role that that really could be uh, a really great role on the screen.
0: Want to be challenged in that role?
1: Yeah, challenging is good. Um, You know, learning. Uh, You know, I have taken some acting classes in the past and. Just learning um, you know just learning as I go and obviously that's something that I haven't gotten into I've made some 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 guest star appearances on law and order and you know things like that but but a, a movie role would be great
0: it really would now and I loved I don't think I got to see you I saw that run of Greece but I don't think you were playing in it yet and I was disappointed I didn't get to see you and then you toured all over with it how did you come to? Uh, end up on Broadway. How did the project find you, or you find Grease on Broadway?
1: Well, we just put our name in the hat. You know, I had offers from six or seven different shows to uh, to perform in and, and be a part of, and I just thought Grease was uh, a really great fit for me musically, and um, you know, it just was something that just made sense. Uh, it was a uh, it was a great fit, a uh, fit, and I'm very very fortunate to be able to play that.
0: Wonderful. Yeah. Was it tough though, kind of getting off the road and sitting down and did it make you restless or did you enjoy being able to go home every night?
1: You know, I've always been on the road. You know, the road is something that's always been a part of me for a long time. Uh, It's in my blood. So I just am very, uh, I I love it. Uh, I love taking my product to the people, so to speak, and entertaining. And I, I, and very blessed that I get to do a, a job that I really love, because it's not work if you love it.
0: Well, you said you said the word. You said entertain, and I think a, a lot of the reason people love you and you have such a strong fan base is obviously, A, the music, but B, you are an entertainer. You connect with your audiences. Where do you find that energy and ability? Because not all performers have that.
1: You know, I think it's an energy thing. You said it. Uh, energy. <laughs> I think you, you have to feed off of energy, um, you know, energy from people and energy from a crowd and energy from, um, you know, that, that's what drives uh, me is, uh, uh, you know, I feel like I'm a little bit of a conduit of energy. And that's what you have to have if you're going to be an entertainer is you have to take that energy, obviously entertain folks.
0: Absolutely. Last question I want to have for Broadway, and then we'll kind of wrap up in a couple of minutes here. Um, what, what is one thing, you might not have an answer to this, but what is one thing doing a, a theater show, a, a national tour and Broadway taught you about performing your concerts? What, did, was there any trade-off there in, in learning something about performing by taking on another genre?
1: You know I think focus is is an interesting word because I, you know when you when you when you're in entertainment and you're doing different things like Broadway and like uh, like shows um you know i have a uh, i'm actually a you know uh, a food and travel host on uh the i n s p network called state plate and mm-hmm. uh that's that's we're in our second season that's going to air in august. Uh so you know the focus level of being a food and, and, and travel host and being uh a role on Broadway or doing music it, it all has to do with some some really uh laser laser like perform um, focus and i think focus is the main is the main thing um you know that's what you you have to do to
0: uh really hone in on your craft absolutely absolutely Last thing I want to ask you here, we never let any of our guests escape without this question. What is your advice to those that want to be an entertainer like you?
1: You know, opportunity creates luck. You have to have a lot of opportunity and, um, you know, opportunity, you you know, you, you create your own opportunity and opportunity creates luck. The more opportunities that you make for yourself, the more... The, the better luck you have. You know, in the South, you can't, you, we always have this saying, if you, you can't catch a fish if you don't put your cricket in the water. And uh, I think that's something that you have to do, especially in this business, is that there's not one minute that needs to go by where you're not making an opportunity for yourself to catch the proverbial big break.
0: Absolutely. Taylor Hicks, this was a true joy and a real pleasure. I'm so glad that I got to sit down with you. I cannot tell you what a big fan I am. Please come up north again soon. Come to New York. We would love to have you. Well,
1: you know, we're actually shooting uh, State Plate, uh, the, the TV show. We're actually doing uh, New York, the state of New York in the next week or so. So I'm really excited. I will be up in in your neck of the woods shooting uh, shooting State
0: Plate. Oh, that's very, very cool. Will you be doing anything in Manhattan, or is it going to be all upstate? Yeah,
1: it's going to be in be Manhattan, Manhattan, and then obviously we'll go upstate. We cover a lot of angles. We cover a lot of different things. We, fill, we try to fill up a plate of food uh, with appetizers, entrees, that best describes the th- iconic foods. From each state, so we're we're excited to do that up in New York.
0: Oh, then I got to ask it. What what uh, what is the best uh, plate of food for your home state?
1: Well, I would have to say uh, barbecue and um, uh, collard greens, and you you
0: name it. <laughs> Absolutely, Taylor Hicks. Thank you so much. Thank you, buddy. Take care. Thank you so much, Taylor. I really, really appreciate it. Everyone, make sure you go see him. I can testify to the fact that not only is he insanely talented in person, but he also has some of the nicest fans in the world, in addition to being a really nice guy himself. His fans, I'll tell you, I went to see him when I was in middle school, just a couple years after he had won, my mom took me to see him. And at dinner, we met a group of ladies that was very obviously there to see Taylor Hicks at that dinner across the street from the venue. The venue was called Penn's Peak. We met, we kind of became fast friends there at dinner. And we realized when we got to the venue that my seat was behind a post Uh, (laughs) and I couldn't see the stage. So one of the girls that had seen him like Like 12 times already before she switched with me for a few minutes and I got to go up front and see him. We would switch back and forth throughout the concert. And then they arranged it to where I got to actually meet Taylor Hicks after the show in the loading area in the little garage I was I remember watching them offload the stage and I'm sitting on a golf cart uh, talking with Taylor Hicks about songwriting so that was a lot of fun I want everyone to make sure you go see Taylor Hicks if you can when you get the chance especially our southern friends as he comes to you in the next week or two that's it for us today remember 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 to keep up with us on talkfor2.com Email me your questions, thoughts, concerns at talkfor2cast at gmail.com. That's talk, F-O-R-T-W-O-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Remember to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram by searching at talkfor2. Instagram is at talkfor2cast, just like the email. And remember to hashtag about us if you want to talk about us on social media, hashtag talk talkfortocast. Two. All right, signing off for Talk for Two. I'm Matt Bailey, reminding everyone out there to keep talking for two. You can hear more show business interviews with the stars at talkfor2.com.